Sometimes I wonder about the punditry that we have out there because when you live in a society where we've had a shock like we've had, people's lives have changed. Somehow, some of these reporters, these journalists, these pundits, whose lives really haven't really changed other than them protect, protecting themselves, but they still draw a good salary. Some of them are doing better because they can do all their work at home. They cannot feel the pain of people and think people are going to respond exactly as they have in the past. I want you to listen to this and then let's take it on the other side. The medium-term game, game here, A.B., seems to be, I mean, every data point of the last month has been, we could do this if not for the filibuster. And it's, Democrats <laughs> say it on, like, literally every issue. We could have a, a, a better democracy. We could have a more enfranchised, you know, voting public. We could be doing infrastructure. We could be doing, like, every sentence ends with, if not for the filibuster. And one wonders whether, at one point, we are going to find the straw that breaks the camel's back. Could this be it? I mean, is that the inevitable conclusion to all of this is the ending of the filibuster? And is this furthering that argument? Well, it might it might well be. Uh, but what Matt talked about in terms of the timing for the president, who so uh, just passionately wants to keep the focus on COVID relief right now and trying to repair the economy, and build back better and talking up uh, this $1.9 trillion package around the country so that voters really feel it. They know that the vaccines are on the rise and they know that help is, quote, on the way. But th this White House really wants to sort of right the wrongs that they talk about from 2009, haunted by the fact that they didn't seem to really promote their first stimulus. And they really want voters to feel this. And these two shootings in the last two weeks really are a lesson and distraction. They're tragic and they're substantive policy questions. But you get into a filibuster fight right now, no one's going to remember the, the COVID relief, the American Rescue Plan, and the administration is keenly aware of that. Yeah, Eugene, A.B. makes that great point. I mean, they're battling these. The Biden administration comes in battling these existential crises. So here is what this particular pundit believes. If your child is hungry, if your child cannot get to school, if you can't pay your rent, if you can't do any of this, and the media decides that it's going to concentrate on, are you being bipartisan by not supporting the filibuster and having an argument on that, on issues, esoteric issues like that, that somehow that person that is in dire straits, they're going to stop thinking about what is needed for me to get my life together and start being engaged in a filibuster fight. Americans don't care about filibuster. We care about filibusters, those of us who follow politics in detail. They want to know, what are you doing for me? So if the media were doing its job, what would it really be saying? The reason, people, you are not getting that is because of a silly fight on a filibuster that's trying to take away democracy from you. They would be telling the truth. They wouldn't be making the people in favor of the filibuster uh, be the ones directing the narrative. People are starving. People are jobless. People can't pay their rent. The environment is collapsing. And we are going to be sitting down, whether uh, talking about the filibuster, whether 60 votes or 51 votes should pass a law. Let's be real. Let the media start getting real. We need to have people out here that's talking to the people, talking to what's their needs. 
if you go into the middle of Appalachia and say, hey, do you think we need the filibuster so that you can get a check or no? They say, no, give me my check. Give me my support. Give me my job. If you go into the middle of the barrios, the ghettos in Appalachia, they don't care about filibuster. But the media, the people that are centralized around this Congress, they're going to be filibuster. The fight between this rich guy and that rich guy as far as what to do for our poor American citizen. Get real. And media, get real. That is why we are here. That is why you have to have people independent media talking to the, the real desires, the wills of the people. Because nobody, no poor person, no middle class person who is waiting for structural change should be concerned about whether it's done with a filibuster or not. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.